0: Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for May 22nd, 2007. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined each week by our Orlando team, including Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. This week we'll tell you about the top news stories on the Diz, including the results of the union vote to ratify the contract between Disney and six of its labor unions. In a new segment we call Forum Watch, we'll tell you about some of the more interesting items we're reading on our discussion forums this week, plus a new segment called Stump the Roundtable and Roundtable Rapid Fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Now before we get started this week, there are a few housekeeping items I want to get out of the way. First, we have our 10th anniversary show coming up on June 1st, and we've decided to uh, make that a separate special show rather than have it replace our weekly show. So our show schedule next week will be as normal, Tuesday, May 29th, Friday, June 1st. We will put up the uh, the 10th anniversary show, and then our next regularly scheduled show on June 5th. So we have a few shows next week. And speaking of the anniversary show, we are asking visitors to our forums as well as listeners here to tell us about their Diz experience over the last 10 years, how the site has made an impact on your passion for Disney, how it's helped you plan your trips, or any other way that the site has impacted you. We'll be reading some of those on our anniversary show and posting them around the site as well. So just send us your comments to podcast at www.info.com, or you can visit the podcast main page at podcast.wwinfo.com and just fill out the feedback form. And also, speaking of our forums, we have received quite a few requests, especially over the last few weeks, from listeners uh, to add a forum to the board's Dedicated to our show. And uh, starting this week, you will find the Diz Unplugged discussion forums at disboards.com, And they won't be hard to miss. They'll be right there at the top, right underneath the uh, the Welcome to the Diz Forum. So, and finally, it has become apparent that there is no way for us to continue to do the email segment of the show in just the few minutes that we normally allot each week. So starting this week, we're going to be putting up two shows a week, uh, both on Tuesday, the regular show and a separate email show. We're getting so many great emails uh, each week and some really good topics, some really good questions mm. that it just, I was going to try and leave it to the end of the month to do one big show, but we would have to do like 75 emails. So we really want to get to as many of these as we can because we think there's a lot of really good information that we should be sharing. We do try and answer all of these directly, but you know, there's a lot of the good information in there that we should be sharing with everybody, so... Uh, We're going to be doing that starting this week, so you'll see two shows go up this week. All right, with that out of the way, here are the top news stories on the Diz this week. Number three, those of you who have your digital cable service with either Time Warner or Cablevision systems will be able to book a Disney vacation with your remote control soon. Disney announced last week that they would be adding a video-on-demand service to those two cable systems where subscribers can view various Disney travel-related content on demand and then push a button on their remote control and receive a callback from a Disney reservations representative within 15 minutes during normal business hours. New shows will be added every three weeks, and among the initial offerings that will be available will be shows like Making Making the Magic, an American Idol-like reality series that follows an entertainer in his quest to become an elite performer at Walt Disney World. Another show, Disney Fact or Fiction, will examine urban legends about Disney parks on Dream Makers, unsuspecting guests can win various Disney experiences and Disney Travel Insiders hosted by Elizabeth Hesselbeck of the of the View will offer travel tips. So that's an interesting way to get
1: reservations. I can see I can see kids pushing the book now button like every week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Mom, Disney called. <laughs> they want us to come
0: down. But here's here's the thing. Disney reservations can barely Barely handle the phone calls coming in,
3: yeah, I'm thinking how can they possibly respond, say you know four hundred people, and within fifteen minutes you have to call them back
0: and and the other thing is that people who are responding, I think by clicking this book now button if if their only source of research is going to be a Disney infomercial, you're going to get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to pay a lot more for your vacation Than you ought to be paying Not only
2: that, but we all know that if you call Disney If you call three times, you can get three different answers Yeah, that's true
0: So That should be interesting I mean, they, the reservations department is pretty much broken as it is How they're going to handle, how going to handle this yeah. It should they're be interesting they not good
2: when we call them Imagine them calling us yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Disney
0: That should be I think Corey's right, though I think you're going to have a lot of kids <laughs> Book now, book now, book now, book now <laughs> Uh, next, they'll be able to, you'll be able to charge your Disney vacation Your cable bill <laughs> You get your cable <laughs> bill one month That's $2,800 Oh no! Uh, Alright, number two this week Fans were camped out as early as 6am Saturday morning, last Saturday morning In order to secure a good spot on the red carpet To celebrate the world premiere of Disney's Newest installment of the Pirates in the, Of the Caribbean trilogy at Disneyland Stars Johnny Depp, Keira Knightley And Orlando Bloom were in attendance As was the rest of the movie's cast Including Keith Richards, who I didn't think was they were going to be using him for any promos after the whole "I'm gonna" I snorted my father's ashes <laughs> thing. And uh, Richards also made a comment on the red carpet that quote I feel like I'm on sort of a flashback acid trip." End quote.
4: Uh, they should have used the duct tape.
0: Yep. Well, that's, he it's feels Keith- like he's on an as- an acid flashback because he is on an acid flashback.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Keith Richards. If you wanted Mister Rogers, you should have gotten <laughs> right, Mister exactly. Rogers. The park,
0: possible. The, the park right, closed that's early that's on good. Saturday to allow those who paid the $1,500 per ticket to attend the private party. More than 200 media outlets were on hand to cover the event, which raised more than $3 million for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That includes a $1 million grant from the Disney company. The film opens in wide release on May 25th and is expected to outperform last year's Pirates of the Caribbean movie, which made an impressive $135.6 million wow. in the U.S. over its opening weekend. However, to claim the title of Best Opening Weekend Ever, as it did last year, it's going to have to beat Spider-Man 3, which earned a staggering $151 million when it opened in the U.S. earlier this month. Now, Disney's having a good year with its films in 2007. Right now, three of the top ten grossing films of the year belong to the mouse. Wild Hogs has taken in more than $160 million so far. Meet the Robinsons, nearly ninety-five million, and Bridge to Terabithia, eighty-one million. Wow! So,
2: yep. That number for I was reading in one of the trade uh, magazines. That number for Spider-Man is a little skewed. It's not actually an actual number. Oh, really? Uh, usually, they start counting from the first show on Friday night. Your weekend gross is from the first show on Friday evening. Uh, Spider-Man three counted from midnight Thursday night. Uh, they released, because the release date was Friday morning, or Friday, they released it at 12.01, uh, Okay, and they started counting then. Other movies don't count from then, so that movie that they're the highest grossing release of all time, that number's a little bit off. Mm,
0: well, we'll see. We'll see how it... How, I, I mean, it's going to do extremely well. I mean, uh, Pirates is going to do extremely well. Now, what's interesting is that this is supposed to be the last in the installment, in, in, the, in the trilogy, but uh, Jerry Bruckheimer apparently they they wanted to do a, a TV series based on the on the films and Jerry Bruckheimer vetoed that idea he's the the producer but uh, says that uh, more movies and possibly a Broadway musical are definite possibilities so be interesting to see what they uh what they can out there's no way disney's walking away from this franchise if it keeps doing Two three hundred million dollars every time they yeah. release one. There's just you know Disney is, is famous for beating everything into the ground. So
5: they they put out a musical for everything they have. You're going to see the Rescuers Down Over Down Under Broadway show. You know, I mean it's
0: yeah. It, it's, how
5: ridiculous can you get now? if
0: if they well I mean it's it's because it Broadway the Broadway venue has become uh, profitable. They're. This is now how Broadway is getting people to see these shows. They're taking successful pop culture items like Legally Blonde is supposed to be the next Hairspray now. Hairspray, for that matter. You know, the producers, they're taking these popular films and turning them into into Broadway shows.
5: Disney seems to have this machine now. Oh,
0: it is. Oh, yeah. yeah once The Lion King broke all right. those records, you know between Beauty and the Beast and Lion King, they saw, okay, we can actually do this and make money. So. Aren't we
2: getting a version of The Little Mermaid soon?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. I'm here and we got Mary Poppins. I'm waiting for the Aristocats. I <gasps> love that movie. Well, Mary Poppins got uh, uh, seven, I think seven Tony nominations. Yeah. There are some movies that lend themselves to Broadway.
5: I M- mean, Mary
2: Poppins see... had a score already.
5: Right.
0: Right. right. So, like,
5: you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. Broadway extravaganza just seems a bit much
0: for me. Well,
4: I'm going to spend my five bucks to go see the movie.
0: Where, where are you going to see it for five dollars? 1972. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone up. <laughs> when was the last time you went to a movie? Yeah, really, Bob. I
4: bought that shirt. Titanic. The Sting. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Titanic.
2: On the Titanic? No, the, oh, oh, the movie Titanic.
0: Oh, leave poor Bob alone. Bob is Bob. Bob, Kevin, and John just got back from a seven-day Royal Caribbean cruise, and Bob is wearing his festive cruise shirt.
4: I have so, props, too, this week.
0: And he has props. More props for a radio show. so But it wouldn't be Bob without props, right? That's right. All right, our number one news story this week. 21,000 cast members who belong to Disney's largest labor group narrowly rejected a tentative contract last Friday, saying they feel the company can do better. An agreement reached last week with the Services Trade Council, the group that represents the six unions in collective bargaining, looked as though it was likely to pass. However, the Teamsters union felt the contract was not good enough and was encouraging its members to vote it down. The contract between the union and Disney expired in April, but was extended through negotiation, and the contract is now set to expire at 11.59 p.m. on Monday, or on Tuesday, May 22nd, uh, which is the day this show airs. So um, i got to tell you, folks, when they start only extending their deadline by a few days, that's the handwriting on the wall that the union wants to strike. So, whereas last week I really thought we may have dodged a bullet here, uh, I'm starting to think now that maybe not, because uh, I don't think Disney is going to give them what they want. I think that, like I said last week, the Teamsters like to grandstand, and a strike against a company as big as Disney the week before Memorial Day, which yeah. starts the beginning of peak season, is is just too attractive a target for the Teamsters to pass up. Now, I'm not saying they don't have they don't have a point here four percent a four percent increase in their pay. Is a little is a little low, but I think the Teamsters want to strike. Irrespective, this is what I they've, they've done in the past. Uh, and again, I'm very pro union. I'm not trashing the Teamsters, but um, I don't know that we're going to be able to avert a strike here. I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that we will. But do we know the last time they went on strike?
1: Disney cast members.
0: It's been a while, I think. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. It's it, it, they they have gone on strike before, but. And it's been in the last 10 years. I know they were on strike at least once since I started the site, but Hmm. I don't remember exactly when it was, and I I know it didn't last all that long. But I'm hoping, because, you know, strike pay stinks. And these guys, half of these guys are already living under the poverty line as it is, these cast members. So to be without that, their salaries for however long is just
5: i think it's i think we're looking at it's all about leverage you hit the nail on the head you know right before a big holiday weekend right before the summer rush we're gonna all walk out on you and you're gonna
2: be stuck yep so
0: although it will be fun to watch the managers upper level management having to serve hot dogs
2: and sell glow necklaces <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and dole whips and dole whips yeah so let's uh, let's hope for the best, folks. But uh, those of you planning on arriving in the next couple of weeks may want to pay careful attention to the news area on the Diz. We're going to keep updates uh, on uh, on that area of the site as we have been uh, regarding anything going on with the strike. But uh, let's all cross our fingers and hope for the best, for especially for the cast members that they get a deal that they can live with, and that they don't basically bring these parks to a screeching halt. So. And with that, that will end, that will do it for the news this week. And we're going to move right along and go on to our roundtable rapid-fire segment. And who would like to go first? Kevin.
2: There's some new annual passholder discounts out there. They're uh, available starting now. They actually started April 13th and run through uh, August 4th of 2007. There's a couple different ones, Value Resorts, Select Moderate Resorts, and some Deluxe Resorts. There's also a discount out there if you're interested in the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, or the Beach Club or Yacht Club. And there's also one out there for moderate resorts. There's also some Florida resident discounts out there running about the same time and covering the same group. So there's some great ways to save some money out there.
0: Yeah, they did bring out some uh, last week. They brought out some some good discounts, too.
2: So you think the resorts are
5: still at? 95% 95% or whatever they're claiming there.
0: Well, 88% 80, I think is right. what they were saying uh, generally speaking throughout the year but the reason that they're keeping an 88% occupancy rate is they keep doing right. stuff like this So, alright, John
5: Disney Cruise Line has announced some discounts on their Mediterranean sailings uh, Apparently these sailings are not as popular as they thought they were going to be so they've had to release some discounts there to fill up those ships The discount is pretty much on every single 10 or 11 night Mediterranean sailing this summer um, and, again, the discount applies just to those Category 12 staterooms. And I've talked about this before. You're going to book a Category 12. You're going to get it in guarantee status, and you're almost 100% likely to be bumped to another category. Um, the discounts you're looking at is like twelve ninety nine per person, double occupancy in Category kidding. 12. Yeah.
0: That's less expensive than a seven-night Caribbean. That's incredible. Yeah.
2: I think that... Uh, They've Except re- for one fact. you got to fly over. you got to fly there now. you got to fly. And you're That's it. flying at the last minute now. Yep. So what you're going to save in cruise fare, you're going you're to take for. it in the airfare. That rate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: take it in the airfare. You're going to take it in the airfare. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that. That's a good way of putting that.
2: The
5: twelve ninety nine is for most sailings. There's also thirteen ninety nine and fifteen ninety nine per person, double occupancy, category 12. I think this speaks to... Um, how popular they thought these cruises were going to be and the speculation now of where the new ships are going to go. I don't think they're going to put a new ship in the Mediterranean.
2: I think it also speaks to the ridiculousness of the rush when these first come out, when these new cruises are released and everybody jumps on the bandwagon that first day and the prices go to the top tier. And then all of a sudden, final payment, it's getting to the point now where these cruises are final payments are due. And what's happening is these people that rushed to jump on that bandwagon are now realizing, we're talking about a year's tuition at some schools. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know,
0: so exactly. No, if, you're not exaggerating. Some exactly. of those some of those Mediterranean cruises that were booking last year were booking at fifteen, twenty, twenty five thousand dollars a vacation, and so, now these. I mean, I I feel really bad for the people who booked then and got at, at, and are paying that because you, some of those people you are going to be on that ship with. Paid an awful lot of money to be there, and you're there for a fraction of what they
2: paid. For
0: $1,300. You know, it's.
5: Wow. Now, depending on what you already booked, you might consider dropping down to a category 12 and seeing if you get bumped back up to your other stateroom. That's hard to do if you've already got like a category 6 with a veranda.
0: Yeah, that's a t- that's that 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 a crapshoot. Yeah. That's a real crap. I don't know that I'd do that. But, but
5: we've had a couple people in 10, 11, 9 do that, and we've, we've got them that really great discount. And then see what they're going to get later on. I don't
2: know. For thirteen thousand dollars, I might drop.
0: Yeah, to save the money. Yeah,
2: you know, if you're still if you're going on that trip and you've already got your airfare and you go from a fifteen thousand dollar trip to a three thousand dollar trip, that's a lot of souvenirs.
0: Yeah, hmm. that's true. That's true. All right. Um, for me, Kennedy Space Center is preparing to open a new sixty-five million dollar attraction called the Shuttle Launch Experience, which will simulate—you guessed it—a shuttle launch. Uh, this is scheduled to open May 25th and is part of a larger 120 million dollar 10 year enhancement project. They're trying to make it more wow. theme parkish, get people over there. That's exciting. So,
2: well, it's kind of at this point, it's you know, it's not that exciting. We're not having as many as we used to, and the space shuttle launches aren't don't carry the the same excitement as going to the moon. I think that's right. my no, opinion. That's, you're absolutely right. So. At this point, they've got to do something to draw those visitors back in. Otherwise, it's just a museum.
0: Yeah. True. True. Mrs. Martin.
3: Playhouse Disney will be in concert again this year. The schedule's not finalized. Last year, it did take place at Disney's MGM Studios. But then again, this year, they have not decided where it will take place. There are six performers lined up uh, starting August 30th through September 2nd. The Imagination Movers will be in concert. September 6th through the 9th, The Doodle Bops. September 13th through the 16th, Playhouse Disney Live on tour. And then again on October 11th through the 14th, The Imagination Movers. October 18th through the 21st, Johnny and the Sprites. And then also Dane, Zane, and Friends, October 25th to the 28th. So those aren't everyone who will be performing, but that's what they have so far. So just look out for that. They'll be releasing more concerts, I'm sure, and also finalizing all the details.
0: Great. Thank you very much, Bob.
4: Pete, uh, Memorial Day weekend's coming up, and gas prices are going up like like crazy, crazy. And I just want to let people know that I find that the two Hess gas stations on property
0: unbelievable
4: are almost it's the cheapest rates out
2: there.
0: Yeah,
4: and always know, in the immediate Disney vicinity, they are the cheapest. And it's amazing; you can save 10, 20 cents a gallon
2: sometimes. Even more if you go to those ones that are just off. Property yeah. on Hotel Plaza Boulevard, that that qualifies as assault. So, yeah. so the, right. the
4: 2 Hess. houses—one's over by uh, boardwalk, and then the other ones, as you come out of the Magic Kingdom parking lot, it's on the
0: right-hand side. And isn't there also one right across from the Marketplace? Yes. Yeah.
4: Part, yes. By downtown That's right. I forgot about that one. So there's those three, and if you are driving during the time or this whole summer, um, they're talking like gas prices up to four bucks a gallon, and so. Kind of keep an eye on that. The other thing, if you're coming down 95, uh, South Carolina has good pricing. And gas up before you come through. Uh, Georgia used to have the best pricing, and like exit three. But Georgia raised their tax rate. So it's not as good. But I think it's better than Florida's gas pricing. So you might want to gas up coming down the road.
0: Well, I know whenever I'm down on, on property. I I always stop and gas up at one oh, of those yeah. Hess stations because like, it is so much cheaper than what I'm paying up here.
2: Well, that that you didn't used to be the case, right? Well, right? No, no. When, right. when it was when it was Exxon,
0: it was, no, it was, it was Exxon. opposite. Yeah. And, and and the Hess, you know, I, I'm, I'm amazed, but Hess has chosen not to inflate the price of their gas on property. They charge the same.
3: As they do off property, yeah. because Hess, even around Orlando, any anywhere you are, it's always going to be cheaper than your Seven Eleven, Secco, your Exxon's, or Shells.
2: If by chance you don't get gas on property and you forget, if you go are headed towards uh one ninety two on five thirty five, there's a Walmart Super Center, and they have Walmart gas in the parking lot. That's also fairly reasonable. Yeah, those
4: are the cheaper
2: prices. Don't stop just outside of property.
0: No, whatever you yeah.
2: do. So. It, you know
4: it's the cheapest price when you see all the town car companies gassing up at the mm. the gas station on property at the Hess. You see them all always over there gassing it
1: up. So
0: I think that's, that's good it. advice. Good advice. Thank you, Mr. Varley.
1: Corey. We just updated the Epcot Food and Wine Festival Eat to the Beat concert for 2007. I can't wait. 130 uh, days, but who's counting? <laughs>
3: we are. Peter
1: is. <laughs> We, um, we have the whole list. I'm not going to actually say the dates. I'm just going to list them in chronological order, um, starting with Al Stewart, um, Otis Day and the Nights, The Beach Boys, The Original Family Stone, <laughs> Sheena Easton. <laughs> I've heard about 50% of these people. Um, Starship starring Mickey Thomas, David Cassidy, Little Richard again. We saw him last year. Y'all i got to
2: tell you, if you get a chance to see Little Richard, he's an icon, and he puts <laughs> on a great show. Oh, I'm sure I he love does. him. He was hilarious. He was, he was wonderful.
1: And a few other ones: the Four Tops, the Village People, the Outlaws. That shocked me. Yeah, the Village People. Yeah, yeah that's, that's going to be interesting. Uh, John Saccata, Chubby Checker, and the Wild Cats. The Village Geriatrics is more like <laughs> it.
5: The Village People are one of those groups that they recycle, and they always have new people. Oh, it's kind of
1: like, like a that. menudo. Yeah, so.
0: it's like a gay menudo. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <like> gay, menudo. <laughs> gay menudo is kind of redundant. Which is I was yeah. just going to say it's like being dead in Buffalo. Yeah.
1: Oh, and it was two more. The Contours featuring Sylvester Potts and David Sanborn. I if love you, Sylvester Potts. If you want to know the dates, they're <laughs> I have on the no site. idea who he is. Me neither. Neither do I. You know, I have a link to all these on our on
0: our show notes.
2: The Sylvester Potts.
0: <laughs> I think David Cassidy. I mean, what is he? Is he going to do like Partridge? He's got. A, he's going to be doing Partridge Family songs.
2: Of course. Why Which, else would he come really? Well,
0: that was a big thing for him back in the day. Oh, yeah, I know. He was an artiste. We he get was, it. He was, a rock, he was a rock and roller. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now you play an Epcot.
2: I think I love you. Yeah. Shut up and sing.
0: <laughs> Again, the geriatric lineup. Well, for man, how many wine. Beach Boys are left? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, on exactly.
5: our cruise, what do we have on our cruise? Big Big stars. The platter.
0: Oh. <laughs> the platter featuring the, the original platter
1: <laughs> it was the platters but only one of them was left
5: <laughs> the
0: platter okay. uh, alright that's going to do it for round table rapid fire this week and uh, now we're going to do a new segment stump the round table okay, okay. Mile, I'm going to uh, come up with a trivia like question based on something we've discussed in the show and uh, throw it out to these guys and see how well they do
2: I just know Sylvester Potts is going to come up again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, actually, because we were talking about uh, Pirates of the Caribbean and Disney films, um, let's see if you guys can name the top 10 Disney films of all times based on domestic box office receipts. And all I'm going to tell you is that they're not all animated features. So what do you think? What do you think uh, are in the top 10?
3: I think Snow White is.
0: Are you counting Miramax?
2: Oh,
3: man.
0: We're counting... Uh, like Touchstone and Miramax? Yeah. Okay.
3: Oh, wow.
2: See, I get points for even knowing that. Are they, <laughs> are they adjusted gross for today's box Nope No,
0: this is... Okay.
2: This Cars. hmm Parts of the Caribbean. Which one? Uh, two. Mm-hmm. One and two.
0: One and two. One and two. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Lion King.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, people. Beauty know, and the Beast. But they're going fast. Beauty and the Beast, no. No. Sleeping Beauty? Nope.
3: Box in the Hound. Nope. Or Mr. (laughs) Cats. Nope. I'm just going to name every movie I could think of. Mary
0: Poppins? Nope. Really? Hang on, I'm still thinking.
3: Me too. too.
0: Down and
2: Out in Beverly Hills? Nope. That was a good guess, though. It was, wasn't it? Hang on. Fantasia? No. Nope. If If it's top domestic box office don't release Cinderella and it's not adjusted for he didn't no. say in the rules that
0: you get it's to not yell adju- at me if I'm wrong. wrong I know it's
3: not it just is animated not adjusted, films but it's not
0: adjusted it's actual box domestic box office receipts so you gotta oh, think it's, it's, it's right. So from something from
4: 1943 is not wanted, gonna be in there I wouldn't have said that then
3: hmm. it's Flubber
4: so how many did
5: we
2: get so far Flubber I don't
3: know <laughs> okay. I'm just
4: thinking well, 11
0: people saw Flubber
2: <laughs> I actually own Flubber on DVD
3: <laughs> see
0: <laughs> I
2: loved Flubber Narnia
3: what Chronicles
0: about, of Narnia. Is yet. Who Framed
3: Narnia? Roger Rabbit on there? No. no. Man.
0: How
2: many have you get? been to the movies <laughs> in the I last 10 years? There's, <laughs>
0: there's one of these that's going to be like, oh my God. Be like, oh, wow. I should have thought of that.
2: Oh, we know it wasn't Meet the Robinsons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was not. <laughs> oh, Wait, Nemo. Where? Finding Nemo.
4: The, the, Toy the one. Story.
0: One and Which, two. Uh, no. Just two. One, two, two. Three. <laughs> Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. I'm gonna give you the whole list in a
1: second.
5: I know. How many are we still missing?
1: The majority seems like they're animated, right? Pete? Come on, get Two, it. Two, three, four.
4: What's that Is motorcycle so one that just be. came out? Wild Didn't Hogs. It, wild Hogs?
0: Wild Hogs, nope, not yet.
4: It's it's gonna though. That, now, that was, that was I a don't surprise know. for them, wasn't it? That was it? a
0: surprise for them, but I don't think it's gonna make this. Was the tra-
4: little mermaid on there?
0: No, it wasn't. Quit trying to buy time over there, Bob. You want them? You want to hear them?
2: I can't. What
0: one do we not not get? The big one. Is it animated or not animated? The one you haven't gotten. One of the ones you haven't gotten. Oh, Passion
2: of the Christ. Wasn't that put out by Miramax? What about Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids?
0: No. No. No.
3: A Bug's Life?
0: No. Give us a hint on the big one.
3: I really don't like it that I can't get it.
0: This will give it to you right away. M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) Oh, uh... I smell dead people. No. The sixth sense. Sense. I couldn't think
5: of the name. I
3: smell dead people. It's I see.
2: Oh I see dead people. (laughs) That's a really perfume number you're (laughs) using.
0: Number ten is Cars, two hundred and forty four million.
5: He said Cars, yeah.
0: Number nine is Toy Story Two, two hundred and forty five million. Number eight is Monsters Inc., two hundred and fifty five million. Number seven is the Incredibles. 261 million. Number six, Chronicles of Narnia, 291 million. Number five, The Sixth Sense, 293 million. Number four, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, 305 million. Lion King at number three, 328 million. Finding Nemo at number two, 339 million. And Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, number one, $423 million. Incredible.
3: Yeah.
1: So. Wow. I was stumped. I don't it's like Corey. that. Corey just didn't I was try. stumped.
3: I enjoy it, but I'm the kind of person who likes to get it right, and I didn't answer one.
2: You're a loser. Oh, stop. Oh, don't say that to Please her. don't
3: torture me. <laughs>
0: oh.
4: I didn't get any at all.
0: Well, there'll be others. Okay, no, we're gonna we'll win. win next time, Bob. Okay. so Kevin and I were the study. only ones who
1: got them right. Yeah, but don't y'all own like every Disney movie out there? Y'all going through y'all whole collection? Yeah, huh? It's like
2: <laughs> I couldn't get a word in. Edgewood, I was going to say all. <laughs>
4: well, those your movies. wife was
2: coming up with the movies that she loves, "The Fox and the Hound." Sing that one. Oh yeah, but we don't.
1: own, we own that one? Yeah, yeah. Do, we did. Yeah. So so don't be we own, own it on VHS wow. <laughs> that's we never oh, watch wow. it <laughs> uh, we own it on seventy do own, RPM do you own a VHS player it's in the garage it's in the
3: garage so I never get to watch them <laughs> the I, had to borrow,
0: I had to borrow Walter's to look oh you know what I found one of our vacation videos from 1996 yeah we are so thin in that video I'm like who are these people and why are they on my vacation <laughs> oh wait that's us <laughs> what
5: are you doing on my vacation
0: oh man and and John, John was doing most of the video, so it's like it, you, you get you get you get the uh, Blair Witch Project. Oh, it's like the Blair Witch Project exactly. It's you get vertigo watching these videos. I <laughs> get nauseous.
2: I'm gonna spin now. <laughs>
0: and there were at least tw- twice he actually did spin. I'm like, where was I when he was like spinning around <laughs> the lobby of the Coronado Springs like a ballerina? <laughs> But, uh, got- okay,
5: Mr. Preminger, stands. still. <laughs> going to say they made fun of Fellini. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Kevin's speechless.
2: <laughs> go ahead, Kevin. No, we're going to just let it rest.
0: <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next segment. We're going to do uh, Forum Watch, another new segment this week. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the discussions that we found on the boards that... We find either entertaining or informative or both. I
2: I have to tell you, I read the boards all the time. I did laundry yesterday, so mine is not all that entertaining. I didn't have a lot of time to... I've been away for a week, so I'm not that well-versed in it. So next week I'll be better.
0: That's okay. Oh
4: my God, the excuses. I'm telling
2: you. (laughs) Tell them the truth, Kevin.
4: You were catching up on American Idol... Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we did I'm, watch American Idol. And, and Survivor. Survivor.
2: I didn't want to come here and have you all talk about it. Speaking of Little Richard,
5: does anyone think that Melinda Doolittle looks a little bit like Little Richard?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh Where'd
1: that come from? If you have
2: t and you stop it, yeah. there's a couple of times she's going to sing Long Tall Sally." Oh, she okay. looks exactly like Little Richard. Oh, God.
5: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Nish, potato the gravy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, wow. So, Talk of, in our new segment, Out of Left Field. Exactly. Speaking <laughs> of okay, Little Richard. Does a Doolittle look like Little Richard to you? <laughs> I'm on cough medicine. Apparently. <laughs> Pass it around. <laughs> all right, back to Forum Watch. Uh, now what we're going to do with these threads, folks, is that uh, you'll be able to find uh, all the threads we're discussing will be copied over onto our uh, new uh, Diz forum. And there'll be a link to that from our uh, from our show notes page. So, who has uh, who has one they want to start with? I have one. All right, then I'll
4: go first, Pete. I found something. Uh, actually, it was uh, some uh, Mike Hamilton sent an email to us, uh, alerting us about the uh, the post, and it's it's about you know how we talked about the monorail and riding up front. Right, And we also talked about uh, places to propose uh, to get married. Well, there was... (laughs) Thanks for defining the word for us, Bob. (laughs) As
2: opposed to indecent proposal. Here's a million dollars. Sleep with me.
4: Right. Uh, Well, they put them together. And someone went and proposed... While they were riding on the monorail up front, the
0: front of the monorail—that's a really—I co- think that's a cool place to propose.
4: The the person—they uh, were on their way to Epcot, and the the girl hears her boyfriend say, "Honey, will you be my co-pilot for life?" And at first, she thought, "You know, wait." Uh, well, because he answer that later, and then it turned out he asked again. So. Uh,
0: well, she thought he was talking about the co-pilot cards they give you when you ride up in front of the monorail. Yeah, isn't right. that
4: funny? <laughs> I would have been confused, too.
0: <laughs> she was a little confused, and then the, she saw the ring.
4: Right. Sure, me so, get up back on the seat. I just thought that was an interesting, uh, and I'm, I'm glad Mike brought it to our attention.
0: Yes. And Mike is the uh, webmaster of the Disney Podcast Directory, uh, DisneyPodcastDirectory.com. So thank you, Mike, for alerting us to that. But, yeah, I love I love posts like that where... People. Yeah,
4: I never thought of that before. I, I mean, that's a cool thing now. Mm-hmm.
5: So mean,
0: unique. So you're going to uh, renew your vows with Diana by proposing to her in the front of the monorail? I,
4: I might.
5: That'd Please cool.
1: stand clear of the door. Just make
5: sure you're on the inside. Yeah. Abra, How does that go?
4: Abra, I can't do Por
1: favor,
2: manténganse la jada de las puertas. Yeah, what
0: he said. So I thought that was interesting. Well, one of the ones that I found uh, was on our Disney tips forum which I don't go over to as often as I should there's some really kind of neat uh, neat posts over there uh if you're if you're looking for you know unique tips or just things that you know you just didn't think of that when you read them you're like wow why didn't i think of that they have a thread going on over there uh Disney tips you're, uh, you're you should be glad you, uh, Disney tips that you are glad you listen to um, t- tips that you heard that you used on your vacation, and one of the and they have like uh there 's about two hundred and sixty posts on this and a lot of good lot of good suggestions, but one that I thought was really you know interest an interesting way to save a few a few bucks uh was to buy a double cheeseburger at the parks and ask for an extra bun and make two cheeseburgers out of it for your kids This
2: is a huge point of contention really oh yeah why because people consider
0: that stealing oh it is not stealing Uh, i'm not suggesting that i believe it i think you know what for the especially if you're on a tight budget at the parks you know you say that that's going to save you four bucks at lunch i i I priced it out generally speaking save you about four dollars at lunch
2: similar to that there was a thread about there's a there's always a thread about buying the extra bun But there's a thread that, um, I'm sorry, I don't have the link to it. I'll have to find it and send it to you. And the person questioned whether it was uh, rude or not that your party go and find a table in a counter service restaurant while you stand in line to get the food. Is that considered rude? That you're taking up a table that you're not using at the time other than to wait for your food. And what about the people who come out of line with their food who didn't take a table and now have nowhere to sit? Um, I
3: think that's silly. My
0: I, opinion. I think you know. Frankly, some people on the boards just run out of things to complain about and start thinking of. I'm sorry. I, I think I, I don't think there's anything rude or wrong about. You know, you see an open table, grab it. Have your
2: family save the table. Someone gets up. But what about the people it? who waited in line and now have their food and didn't have anybody? What about a single mom who has her kids with her? They
1: should have thought about it. Well, she can't yeah, leave her kids after. alone. Right. But you know what about the food? You know, what was it? You buy, you get an extra bun and you make two hamburgers out of it. I wouldn't feel bad about that at all. No. I, I worked food and beverage at Disney for like a week when I was waiting for my <laughs> lifeguard training. <laughs> oh. and And you know what? I mean, at the end of the night, all the food that's left over, they don't. They, they, they throw it all away it's mm-hmm. i used to get so mad at that because you know i was hardly making any money i'd, I'd go home had hardly any food and it, they would just take all these hamburgers turkey legs hot dogs throw them in a the big bag and throw them away so i wouldn't feel bad about that at all
3: back to the holding the table thing though um i think you know say you have like a large family say you have nine people i think it's nice of you not to have all nine people in line with you while you're getting your order well this you know? is that
2: was the discussion but again, it boils down to what about the people who don't have someone to hold a table who now stand there with their tray of food? So it,
0: it's just—I just don't life, think it's rude you know people, life is like that sometimes, right. though. I mean, I mean people just, aren't
3: sitting there reserving their table, going, "Oh, you know, oh, rah, we have to now, save this and so nobody else can have I mean, it." Rah, if, rah, if you, rah, you, know? <laughs> if, you just,
0: if you just came in there, if you just came in there to get out of the heat and weren't buying anything and were taking up a table, I think that might be a little different.
4: Yeah, I mean, if you go to the mall. They do the same thing there. Yeah.
5: I like to just sit down and set up my Star Wars action figures.
4: <laughs> Corey and I yeah. even do
3: that. You know, if we go into like a fast food place, Boston Market or somewhere, I go sit down. He places our order. I mean, people don't come and say, "Hey, you're not eating."
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean we go down down Disney, and I'm not suggesting I don't do it. Oh, I, oh, know. I
1: know.
3: No, uh, no I I'm not. I suggesting just think that, that people I are getting a little wrong. up in arms about it for wrong. no reason.
4: Well, and like I said, said,
0: I think I, you know, my my experience with the boards have been that. Some issues, people just take too far. When you have a lot of people in a resort, things are going to happen. I mean, I don't think... But I, that in particular, I, I would I would come down on the side of those who think that's not rude, personally. Do, I mean, do you, do you disagree? Do you think that's...
2: I don't... As I said, I do it. But I never thought about it. I that, never thought about that it. That what either. if you're alone and you stand in line? So now you have your plate of food and there's a family of nine taking up a table and you waited in line we go to a restaurant where you're not allowed in Orlando where you're not allowed to sit at the table until you have your tray so that the people who have actually got their food are sitting down and it's something i had never thought about before and nope. again i'm guilty of it all the time however i can imagine myself standing there with a tray and not having any place to sit and seeing a family of 8 waiting for somebody who's at the end of the line
0: but also i think conversely that the the turnover on those tables is so quick that you're not going to be waiting long, except when it's if raining. You're going to wait unless it's raining. Yeah,
2: or when you have you ever been in one of the restaurants at Disney and see the people pull up with their stroller and take their food out?
0: See that? Yeah, that. That's what I mean. If you're not buying anything and you're taking up a table, I would think that would probably lend itself a little bit more to the rude. But again, I can only allow myself to get so worked up. Over an issue like that, I just—it's. I'm sorry, I just can't.
2: There's a lot of them on the board. Then that you know. I mean, somebody reusing their mug.
0: Oh, the mugs, mugs, strollers, five in a room, smoking. Those have always pool hopping. Pool hopping have always been hot, hot button issues.
4: (laughs) Mugs are eleven ninety nine now, refillable. Thanks for that. I've been trying to get
0: that in for three
1: shows.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, and And they have a there's a generic mug now, so we we actually had people tell us, you know, you can get the mug refilled.
0: Now another another thread I just wanted to mention real quick that I I really enjoyed going through. It's been up for about a year now on our resorts board, and it's the uh, resort room photo of the day. Um, They're posting. This is a huge threat, by the way. I mean, it was like twenty five hundred posts the last time I looked. People have just been posting pictures when they go and they take pictures of their room, and I, we, they have multiple pictures. I think from every every resort, and some really nice pictures. Some really just it was a really cool thread to sit and go through. Not that it was necessarily informative. I found it very entertaining. Sit and look at all the different rooms because people have been in. You know, we get a lot of people on the boards. They've been in all sorts of. Different types of rooms at all at all the resorts. Huh. And it's just like a great place to you wanna sit and spend an hour looking through some really neat pictures. Some really good photographers on the Diz too, I have to say. Oh yeah. We got some really, really good picture takers on there. So who else? Who else has one they want to talk about? I have one. John.
5: This is on the resort board, And this one caught my eye. The title is Haunted Room at Pop.
0: I saw that one. Isn't
5: this funny? Hey all, I just returned from Pop Century on May 15th. We were there May 8th through the 15th. We were in building number 10 in the 70s section, room 0225. One night, I was lying in bed watching TV. The whole place is quiet, minus our TV. All of a sudden, two of the hangers in the closet that have nothing on them and no air vent near them bang and then start swinging for about 15 minutes. This happens two more times that we were there. No one next to us was banging on the wall, and no one above us was making any loud bangs that would move the hangers. Just wanted to share.
3: What room was that? I'm not going there.
5: Zero, two, (laughs) two,
3: five.
5: The funny part about it is now this thread is like 11 pages long, because people have all added their little comments, which are pretty funny. Someone said it's the ghosts from uh, the Haunted Mansion, because the Haunted Mansion is being rehabbed. They have to have a place to stay. Exactly.
0: (laughs) They need a room, too.
5: Uh, someone said that's where all those extra hangers in your room in your closet come from when you all have extra hangers these are hangers mating
0: (laughs) (laughs) reproducing
2: hanger banging
5: (laughs) 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 it was just clever and it was posted by Trent Mom it's a fun thread
3: yeah that was fun
1: I have one it's a it's a little different it's titled Disney Tattoos question mark it was posted by Slap Whitey Um, I'll read the post Uh, I'm not sure if this is the best place to post this thread, but anyhow, I was wondering if there are any other folks out there who have expressed their Disney obsession with permanent tattoos. I just recently received my second one. At first, I was worried what people might think about a grown man getting Disney body art, but then I figured, figured, who cares? I have Tigger on my calf and a silhouette of Mickey. Cinderella's castle on my arm. I love them so much, I'm planning on getting a third, fourth, and, you know, and keep on going. Now, the reason I, this thread actually led me to another website, website com. Now, I don't know if y'all have... Uh, really? I don't know if y'all have heard, seen him. He's been on numerous television shows. Um, his name's George Riger. And he's actually proclaimed to be the worldwide... He's proclaimed by the worldwide news media as the number one devoted Disney fan of all times. So there's a list on the website, top ten, on why he's the number one Disney fan out there. I'm going to read them to you. Number 10, he's the only known person to kiss the ground of each Disney property on each of his many Disney visits. It's holy ground to him. Uh, Number 9, after paying basic living expenses, every cent is spent on Disney, from trips to everyday items. In a normal year, up to $150,000 is spent on Disney trips. Wow. Over the past 30 years, he's spent over $1.5 million on his Disney love, from memorabilia to his Disney home. Which is incredible. There are pictures of his house um, on this website. It's it's a basic website, but you get the idea. Number seven, <laughs> it's been in his will since 1974 that his ashes are going to be spread at the Walt Disney World Seven Seas Lagoon and the Pirates of the Car- Caribbean ride. He's customized his home to it as a Disney shrine. Over 26,000 Disney uh, collect collectible items are displayed through his entire home. Number five. He's devoted his life to Disney since childhood and um, considers Disney, Walt, and Mickey Mouse as his life and a religion. He has a little thing he goes by, NBD, nothing but Disney. Number four, living in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, he's, as of April 2000, he's traveled to Disney theme parks worldwide. 391 visits to Walt Disney World, 158 visits to Disneyland, California. Fifty-six visits to Disneyland Paris and eighteen visits to Tokyo Disney and Japan. Wow. Yeah. He also he said he travels to Disney, Walt Disney World, like once a month, at minimum. He he should do what we did. No, this is my favorite. Wait. Hold on, let him finish. Okay.
4: He should do what we
1: did. Move here.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he could he could up that total for
1: Walt Disney World. I'm surprised he hasn't. Yeah. I can't
4: believe he's still living in Pennsylvania.
1: This is my favorite number three. He's been married six times. 6 Disney honeymoons and one special Walt Disney World wedding. The first five wives got tired of his uh got tired of the mouse after after <laughs> years. But Susan number stick 6 is just starting out with Disney and she loves it. Number 2, the only custom built Disney house in the world, 4200 square feet of Disney. From floors to walls to windows. It's crazy. You got to see these these photos. They're they're incredible. And number 1, he's the only person in the world with over 1900 Disney tattoos covering over 90% of his body, costing well over $100,000. Wow. There's another interesting part of his tattoos that he actually, he has every cast, uh, portraits of the cast members tattooed on his body, everyone in entertainment and the streetmosphere. You're kidding. No, yeah. And he was even
3: in Maxim Magazine. Like,
1: oh, he's been on Jay yeah. Leno, um, Howard Stern, The Daily Show. Really? Oh, yeah. What does he do for a living? I don't know. How can he afford it? He goes to Disney. He doesn't do anything for a living.
5: But he spends $150,000 a year.
1: Obviously, the man's independently wealthy. Yeah. My goodness.
4: Can he adopt me?
0: And
1: you can actually tour his house. He's uh, 20 minutes from New Jersey, from the New Jersey border, Um, about an hour and a half from New York, and 45 minutes from Philadelphia. He lets people do tours of his house. Absolutely. Field trip.
4: On his
3: kitchen floor, like Mickey, his head is in black tile. With white tile outline.
1: I mean, it's custom. I mean, even his fireplace, the, he had his bricks done like a Mickey head. Oh, wow. Yeah, go check out his website. You'll have to do that. I will Disney absolutely... guy. We'll put
0: DisneyTattooGuy.com. Li- we'll put a link to it on the show notes page. That sounds really cool. I have to check that out. That's well, I'll be at
5: least on the DVC. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Save some money.
3: I have a post, too, but it's not nearly as interesting after that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Julie.
3: Uh, mine's from Molly7. It was titled, actually... Uh, Traveling to Disney only once? Question mark. And she says that last year, May 2006, we went to Disney with our two kids, daughter 11 and son 9, and in January we got to go again. We couldn't believe how much we loved Disney and became addicted, actually. We've never been amusement park people. Well, she is, but her husband and daughter and son weren't. She says, what amazes me is the people who actually act confused when I talk about going again. Some people wonder about us going after only nine months from our first trip but we couldn't pass it up. Now I'm addicted. She's like, "I want to take my kids to Europe, but I want to make Disney an annual event." I hate that people want to make you feel bad or whatever by saying things like, "I want my kids to see the world and just not and not just Disney. It's not real life." She says, "Why would you rain on someone's parade like that? Shouldn't they be happy that we can we can and want to go on holiday together with our kids somewhere fun?" She says, "I just don't understand people." Jealousy. That's what I was going to say as well.
0: We yep. used to
5: get that all the time, what, you know, when you didn't live here. You're going to Disney again. Oh, yeah,
0: we got that constantly.
3: That was from the family board, too. I just, you know, that was actually one of my first times on the discussion board, I'm just sad to say. But it was interesting to read.
2: We say that all the time. You're my brother came the same to came to Disney the same number of times I did, but doesn't care if he ever goes back. Right. He doesn't have the Disney gene.
0: Yep, that's the difference.
3: Molly Seven, I mean, she got a lot of, you know, responses from other people who had the same, like brother-in-laws, mother-in-laws, you know, sisters, whatever. But um, it was quite neat. Okay.
0: All right, well, that is going to do it for part one of our show this week. Uh, for those of you who are going to hang around and listen to part two, our email segment, we'll see in a few minutes. And for the rest of you... We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back with you again next Tuesday for another edition of the Diz Unplug Roundtable.